Welcome back with us today as we study God's Word. I'm glad you chose to take a few minutes to be in God's Word with me. We're in 1 John chapter 2, and we're talking about the Antichrist, and now we're talking about our ability to overcome and stand against the Antichrist. Remember, anti means against or in place of. Anybody who's against Christ or anybody who tries to take the place of Christ is Antichrist. Let me begin with verse 20. But John says, You have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. But no one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So several things are true. If you and I are going to stand true, first, we have God's anointing from the Holy Spirit. An anointing, and he says, you know that. Now, the Gnostics were the people who believed that they had special knowledge, and they wanted to convince the believers in the church that if they weren't in their group, they didn't have this special knowledge. But John says the anointing, the Holy Spirit of God has come into your life and he's come into the life of every single believer and no believer is without him. If you're a true believer, you have the Holy Spirit and you know the truth because of the Holy Spirit. That's what he is saying. And this Holy Spirit teaches us what we need to know. The Spirit's presence gives us the capacity to understand spiritual things. You see, if we, if we only can understand the things that we see with our physical senses, then we are not spiritual. We have to be able to understand things that we cannot see with our, spiritual, with our, with our normal physical senses. But with our spiritual senses, which is what the Holy Spirit gives us, 1 Corinthians 2 talks about that, that we have that spirit who, who teaches us and who gives us the ability to know. The second thing that will give us the ability to stand true is our commitment to the truth of God. And this is what he says, if what you heard abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father, verse 24. You let God's truth have a permanent place in your heart. You let God's truth just settle down and be at home in you and completely take over in your life. And you put your trust and your hope and everything in him. And that way, because you have his spirit and because you have his truth, if you stand in the truth and by the spirit, the Antichrist, those who deny Christ and those who try to take the place of Christ cannot get to you. So just do that and you'll be living a life of joy and victory and peace and purpose. Now he goes on to say in these verses, verse 24, as you have seen from, as you, as for you, I see, see that you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you will remain in the son and in the father. And this is what he promised us eternal life. You see, if the truth remains in you, you have eternal life through Christ. You don't have to worry. Then he says, I'm writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. It's always good to be warned. It's always good to be alert. 
it's always good to realize there are people who would lead us astray, people who would deceive us, people who would be guileless. They all have their source in the devil, who is the liar and the father of all lies. And he goes on to say, as for you, the anointing you received from Jesus remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. That, it, that doesn't mean you don't need to hear preaching, you don't need to hear teaching. What it means is that you can learn just you and God's word because you have the Holy Spirit, you have the anointing. And he says, but as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in him. So here's the wonderful thing. If you know Christ, if you've received him, even if you just did that last week and you're a new believer, realize you have the Holy Spirit. And you can ask him every day as you go to the word, teach me Holy Spirit from this book. I remember the story of a friend of mine who was pastor of a little church out in the country in his college days. And he said that that uh, he began having a little boy attend his church who was about 11, and this little boy's family didn't go to church and never had gone to church, and he had no church background. But the little boy really listened and heard the word, received the truth. God's Spirit convicted him of his need of Christ, and he gave his life to Jesus and received Christ as his Lord and Savior. And one day... <clears throat> The, the pastor said he was out visiting, so he stopped by the house of the little boy. That they were a very poor family, ramshackled old house. The little boy was sitting on an old porch, porch swing on the front porch, and his back was to him, said my friend, and he could hear the little boy talking out loud. He had the little Bible that they had given him at church, and he would read a verse as well as he could as an 11-year-old, and then he would say, Holy Spirit, I don't have anybody to tell me what this means. So if you would tell me what this means, then I will be able to know. And that's the only way. Nobody else can tell me because I don't have anybody else at home that can tell me. And then he would stop and be quiet for a while, read the verse over again. And then he would say, thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I think I'm beginning to understand what it means. You see, that little boy had discovered the anointing. He had discovered the Holy Spirit. One of his main purposes is to teach us. Now, he can teach us through the teaching of others. He can teach us through the study with others. But he can also teach us on our own as we open up the Word of God, as we let God speak to us, as we seek him and ask him to teach us. You see, every time you read the Bible, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. He's the teacher He's the master teacher. Nobody is like him. People say, oh, I love to hear so-and-so teach, or I love to hear so-and-so teach, or I love to study so-and-so's works. Well, that's all fine and good. I'm not against that at all. I'm just saying, though, don't miss the master teacher. Even if you learn from those other people, you only learn if you allow the Holy Spirit to teach you. So let the Holy Spirit do the teaching. And then he closes out this chapter by saying, and now, dear children, continue in him, in Jesus, so that when he appears... We may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. You see, Jesus is coming, and we, we want to be ready. We want to be unashamed. We want to be confident. We want to be doing what we need to do. And he just reminds us in verse 29, if you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. So today, live in the light of his coming. Today, walk, a life, walk with him in a life of righteousness, and you'll be ready when he comes. 
God bless you. Have a great day.